T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This hour is brought to you by Menards. Save big money at Menards. The Bernstein and Holmes Show. Middays, 10 a.m. till 2 on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Dan Bernstein. The man chased him, grabbed him by the shirt, and then grabbed his penis in a violent manner. Lawrence Holmes. It was a raspberry beret. The kind of Mike Florio. Immediately after the news of the non-exclusive franchise tag, it's boom, the Falcons are out. Boom, the Panthers are out. Boom, the Dolphins are out. It was like Kramer slamming his money on the counter during the contest episode. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I mean, we weren't even in. It hadn't even started yet. Well, where's my money? Who caved? Not me. Not me. I'm out. What? I'm out. I'm out of the contest. You're out? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was fast. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk. Why are you being such a penis? Oh, I didn't learn anything about myself. On Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Rankin's on one. <laughs> it's like he's been freed, and I like it. I like it. Wait, do you? The mark on the right side, leaking out. Levine from Caruso, and the windmill right-handed slam dunk. Zach Levine eating some mile-high rim. Come on. No. Oh, that's no, great. No, 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 no. Nope. <laughs> I love this stupid show. <laughs> no, no, he didn't. <laughs> yes, he no, did. No, he didn't. Mile high, baby. Wait, Ooh. off the mark on the right side, leaking out. Levine from Caruso. And the windmill right-handed slam dunk. Zach Levine eating some mile-high rim. 50-50 ball. Thaddeus Young, and he had the ball poked away from behind by Williams. To Io, to Drummond, with a right-handed slam! Andre Drummond, eating some Canadian rim here, along with a little side of bacon. Oh my goodness! Andre Drummond, eating some big-time rim at the UC. And a two-handed dunk! Daniel Tice, eating rim in B-Town, with a little chowder to go. 
Oh my. Swirsk throwing out the food lines. I like it. <laughs> A veritable buffet of rim to eat. Hey, man. Well, however long, you like it. As long as everyone consents, it's all good. Man, you like it Canadian style. You like it mile high. You like it in Beantown. It is there for you. At, at, at you can Ch- have it your way. At Chuck's World O'Rim. Come on down. Scattered, smothered, covered, chunk, top, diced, peppered. Whatever you need. However you would like it prepared. <laughs> What's the rest of their schedule? Because now I got to think of other ways. Can you get a Canadian Mile High and Beantown style? Sure. All right. If that's, if that's what you're into. And again, as long as everyone consents. Hey, man. Sometimes, you know, it depends on your mood. <sighs> <laughs> now I feel like he's doing it just for us. I mean, it, I, I don't. If he is, more power to him. Bring oh, okay. It. All right. So there's some there's some choices here, Dan, coming up for the Bulls on the the rim uh, selections. The, I don't know Sacktown rim, right? You mm-hmm. could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, we got uh, we got uh, is Houston coming here. They going? I think they're going there, right? They're going there. Yeah. So you might have it like what is it chopped and screwed? Well, no, no. Houston's at at the UC, but then the Bulls go to Sacramento, and then they go to Minnesota. What would we do? You have it purple? I, I don't know. Like, what, what do we do for Minnesota? Oh, and then there's the opportunity because after that, they go to Miami. Mm-hmm. All sorts of. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's all sorts of stuff you can do. You can go down to Calle Ocho. <laughs> get a Cubano style. It's, it's actually the other way around. They're, they're, going, to, they're going to Houston. It okay. is? Yeah. It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. They're going to yeah. Houston. And then, oh. and then it's a three-game stretch. I'm I'm looking on their schedule and they've got the Bulls on the the bottom for the game Saturday. I've always thought that that was the home team. Something's oh, messed well. up. Something's messed up. But but yeah, definitely the UC <laughs> for those. They're going to they're going to Philly. Philly Philly cheesesteak rim. <laughs> yep. Get it at Geno's provolone and or if you like the cheese whiz on there, you know, depending. They're going to Portland. Wait, off the mark on the right side, leaking out. Levine from Caruso, and the windmill right-handed slam dunk. Zach Levine eating some mile-high rim. Yeah, the leaking out could be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Saucy. <laughs> well, only if you want that to be the thing. You know what, Texter? We are going to encourage Swirsky. What are you doing? Sorry, to us? sorry. What are you doing to us? I I think that we should be encouraging him. Everybody. Oh, says, that's good. Hot rim yeah. dish. Minnesota, Minnesota hot dish. Juicy Lucy. Do <laughs> Portland. I don't have rim any. city. Rose Garden City. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that one. I like rim city. Rim city. Home of Voodoo Donuts, right? Yes. Portland? Yes, home of Voodoo Donuts, although there's a bunch of them now. You can get like, creative with that? Eating some Voodoo Rim. <laughs> Big time Voodoo It's just like he's doing it for this show. I think that, that people who listen to the Bernstein at Home show <laughs> should feel honored by the fact that we've got a thing now. 
a thing. Are we bad people? No, we're oh, not yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we are. I mean, this doesn't. This isn't the thing that makes us bad. We might be bad. Okay. But this isn't the thing that's going to ultimately dis- determine that we're bad. Okay, good. I'm glad that we clarified that. As we broadcast live from the Hyundai studios, brought to you by your local Hyundai dealers, that's uh, Ray Diaz and Mike Rankin, Brandon Fryer, uh, Connor O'Donnell. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk some Bulls. We're going to talk some football. Uh, college basketball is front and center. Jeremy Werner is going to join us to figure out which Illinois team we think we might get in the tra- it's today right they're playing yeah and then uh high noon uh arm layton is a baseball guy who's got a lot of cubs thoughts for us because there are cubs things to be discussed and then darnell mayberry will give us the latest on the bulls at one o'clock yeah there is a lot to discuss when it comes to your chicago bulls yeah i know a lot of times we say after bulls game we say that ain't it that ain't it last night that's it yep that that that's exactly it. I, I wanted to. I wrote this down on things that I wanted to discuss with you specifically about last night's game. The way that the Bulls cut to the basket mm-hmm. yesterday, you were seeing strong, definitive, violent cuts to the basket, and it just makes things so much easier. Well, what the other thing that they did was their their spacing in their sets was wider. And that does allow you to use your foot speed. And maybe it's one thing they figured that they could do with Jokic. And I thought they did a really good job. They had a really good plan on Jokic. And that is if he's going to beat you, have him beat you with that that trailing three-pointer. If he wants to shoot his set shot, that's better than letting him get in against you and facilitate and work the baseline. And they sort of let Aaron Gordon be the guy close to the basket. Boy, he's gotten really strong. You know, it, it was so evident, too, because you look forward to the Aaron Gordon-Zach Levine matchup because of their legendary dunk contest performance. Yeah, but he's a different kind of player now. He, I mean, just looking at them, you know, like you, the upper body of Aaron Gordon like it, it, it looks like you would never think that he was a high flyer. You would think that he was a, a menacing four, like an old school, like menacing four. Yeah, like Jay Crowder. I mean, yeah. he, he plays to contact now. And seeing him on the perimeter guarding Levine, like that was a lot of fun because he still has the athleticism. But seeing seeing him like just look like a monster up top now uh, it is. It's it's a very different look than what Zach looks like now. Yeah, but Zach's been brilliant. He, he has he, been. He's been absolutely brilliant and efficient, and th- that's that's it. If you look at how they played, they only turned it over eight times, and I, they're still not shooting enough threes. Let the record show they're still not shooting enough threes. But the way it all worked, their distribution of shots, the fact that they even when DeMar had his touches, he didn't bog down the offense. He was taking some quicker shots. The ball was moving. The ball movement. And that that's what kind of what I mean by the the cutting. Like it was when you're watching that, it was evident like guys were getting to the basket. Like they were really just out there doing their thing. And I I absolutely loved watching it. Like I I felt like that was their best 
all-around game that they've played. And I know that recency bias might add to it, but considering you're on the road, you're playing one of the best teams in the NBA, you're playing a couple of, of matchup nightmares, for them to do what they did both offensively and defensively, it felt like a really balanced performance by them. Jokic, I know that he hit a couple of threes in the second half, but for the most part, he kind of looked like disinterested in, in, in the game. And that's because of the way that they guarded him yesterday. And seeing the Bulls do that, it it, it is both encouraging and infuriating. It also tells you a lot about Jokic when a guy can have 18 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists, and people say it was an off game. Right. Think about He's that. He's that good. 18, 12, and 8, and it was one of his bad games. Right. You're you're watching him. Sleepwalk's not the right word, but it, it just kind of it, – it was like he kept waiting for the game to find him, and what the game ended up doing was finding the Bulls. Well, and they also did a really nice job of staying awake on the backside, and it took away a lot of the Jokic passes because Jokic finds the guy you forget about. He finds the guy that you think you're guarding him because you're you're hedging over to help a little bit, and Jokic beats the play to that guy with his pass, and the Bulls did a nice job of remaining aware, remaining cognizant of their distance from the guy who could become that guy, if it makes any sense. No, it totally makes it. It's when you have elite passers, and he's one of them in the league, they're seeing stuff happen before it happens. And the the Bulls did a good job of cutting off some of those angles, especially in the second half. Like in, I, I would even say through the third quarter, you know, th- this game was played pretty evenly. And then you start looking at the, the Bulls running away and being able to hit shots. And it, it, it's probably still not enough threes. You know, it's as not. We keep, as we keep pointing out. It's not. It's not enough threes. They were hyper-efficient yesterday from two, and they played defense. And they hit all their free throws. Hitting the free throws is huge. So so all of that stuff is is good. Let's hear from Billy Donovan on this because Donovan was talking about how this team looked offensively last night. It starts, you know, with our offense and when we're moving the ball and making quick, decisive decisions and the ball's getting from one action to the next, I think that's when we're at our best. It kind of connects us and then I think it connects us, you know, defensively as well. Um, the thing that was encouraging tonight was it was sustained. You know, we did it. Not that every, I've said this before, it's not that every possession or every minute was perfect, but there wasn't really these long, you know, droughts of a quarter or half where it, you know, you're not going to beat a team like that. But again, our challenge in Houston is: can we come back and do it? Can we do it again? You know, and and we've had some wins where we've, you know, played against high-level teams that have had incredible years and have competed real well and won games against some of those teams. But, you know, the consistency part's what we've got to be able to do. And you know, we've got two days before our next game and. You know, that's, that's, that's going to be the challenge. So I'm really excited and happy with the way the guys played. I think they put a lot of work yesterday into practice. I think they worked hard and shoot around. Um, I think they prepared really well. And I think that they understood how good this team is. 
Billy, to your point about the offense, it looked like Zach, just from the jump, was really decisive, getting downhill, attacking closeouts. Did you see that, and do you think that kind of helps set the tone? Yeah, no, I think that that's great. You know, um, Zach is 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 a guy that I think a lot of times, because he's such a great scorer, there's times that he's thinking about how does he get others involved. And he's got to understand, I think, for our team and for what we need for him is that when he's quick and decisive, you know, in terms of just being aggressive and if the pass is there, make it. But I think what happens sometimes when he's maybe trying to get others involved or trying to find Vooch in the pocket or trying to get – sometimes when, when those passes are made, there's not really an advantage, you know. And I think when he goes and is decisive and aggressive like he's been for a while here now um, – and again, I'm sure he's feeling a lot better physically too. But when he's like that, that's when crowds start to come to him and that's when he can get to the rim or he can spray it out. And then it creates that next advantage – for the next guy, um, you know, and again, I think the, I thought the ball moved. I thought everybody made a quick, decisive decision. I didn't think we had very many possessions where we got bogged down and stagnant. And, the, and, and, and yet, you know, like for that to happen, you have to put the work in physically. You know, we've got really, really good, you know, offensive players, but for everything to gel and mesh and work together, it's got to flow. You know, it can't be your turn, my turn, and we, everybody stands and watches. It's got to be, you know, whoever's got it, it's got to be a quick decision. Shoot it, pass it, get off it, you know, and then get to the next action, to the next action. I thought we were better at that tonight. Hallelujah. Yep. It's a simple game. (laughs) This is what we talk about with Billy, where he recognizes all of this stuff. Like, he gets it. He understands. Just coach it. it. It's a matter of coaching it. Dan, I feel like this game is a perfect box score. Like, if 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 the Bulls want to try and make this thing work, and here's the reason that I say it. DeMar had 16 shots. He only made six of them, so not a great shooting night for him. But eight assists for him. Understanding that he's drawing the defense and moving the ball. Zach being your lead dog, 29 points, taking 18 shots, doing well from three, hitting his free throws. Vooch with an almost perfect night because what he did defensively and what the Bulls did defensively on rotations with Jokic – 25 and 15. And then I would love to see the rebound number be higher. I've loved the way that Patrick Williams has played over the last five games. He had a couple moves last night. He had he had one layup where he just threw his shoulder into the defender and went up actually over the wrong shoulder almost. Yep. And still squared enough and was was physical enough to get a clean shot just using his his width and that was a, a an evolution. I don't know that he's going to shoot 8 of 9 every time, but 18 points in 30 minutes, that's what I say. That's it. I also like the fact and I know he didn't hit him, but of those six three-point shots that Kobe White took, there wasn't one that I was mad at. Right. I Not wrote down one. in my notes and watching the game P. Will using that body to move people. Yep. And that's what I've been waiting on. Like, drop your shoulder. And that putback that he had, I want to say it was in the fourth, where he goes up and it looks like he's a little bit out of position. But because of his wingspan and the fact that he could he could kind of lean in to, to, the, to the defender, he was able to get that tap back. And, and you just go, man... The, the what he could be able to do if if he really felt free in playing the game and and I look at this and say it should be like this 
as DeMar's career is is starting to move downward, he can still be helpful and a focal point and a guy that can get them a bucket when they need it. But the way that he could really benefit and help this team benefit from what he's done is by sharing the ball and it moving. You know, it can't be your turn, my turn, and everybody stands and watches. It's got to be, you know, whoever's got it, it's got to be a quick decision. Shoot it, pass it, get off it. Exactly. Exactly. Put it's that, beautiful. Put that on a motivational poster in the airline catalog. Way Ooh. off the mark on the right side, leaking out. Levine from Caruso. And the windmill right-handed slam dunk. Zach Levine eating some mile-high rim. Add that, too. And and that mwah. Well, I, I, <laughs> I just I can't get enough of it. So we've 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 got we've got 50-50 ball. Thaddeus Young and he had the ball poked away from behind by Williams to Iowa to Drummond with a right-handed slam. Andre Drummond eating some Canadian rim here along with a little side of bacon and a two-handed dunk. Daniel Tice eating rim in Bead Town with a little chowder to go. Oh my! Swirsk throwing out the food lines. I like it. Oh my goodness! Andre Drummond. Eating some big-time rim at the UC. Way Ooh. off the mark on the right side, leaking out. Levine from Caruso, and the windmill right-handed slam dunk. Zach Levine eating some mile-high rim. When we we're, come back. We're having too much fun on this show, so now we have to go to the portion of the show yes. where we're not going to have any fun at all. Yes. we Stop, stop. This is much too silly. When we come back, we have to discuss the news from Adrian Wojnarowski of a likely third surgery for Lonzo Ball. Oh, no! And what that may mean for these Bulls. That's next. Bernstein and Holmes on the score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You know, the decisions I think were made, you know, with Arturis and Mark and his representation and talking to Lonzo. Um, but I just feel bad for him, you know. Clearly, I, I think people saw the 40 games that he played. He was a, a huge addition for our team, and he, he made a really, really positive uh, contribution in a lot of different ways, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, the news is not good. Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN reporting that not only will Lonzo Ball need another knee surgery, that the recovery time would be six months from when that occurs, which would be leading into next season. So it just it moves everything down the line. If, if anything, it may provide some clarity as, as far as what the team's needs are, but We've known how important he's been. We know that what they gave up to get him, that you don't get back. Even as we will we'll talk about what the provisions may be regarding mm-hmm. the money that they owe. But you don't, you don't get back the draft picks that you sent. You don't get back the extra second-round pick that you lost because you tampered. I mean, there was just the, there was so much invested in his acquisition. And that kills you in, in, in sports when you make a trade – when you give up assets to get somebody and then that person's hurt, there's nothing you can do. Sunk cost here when we're talking about Lonzo at this point, and it, it really does think because their record since he got hurt is, what, 49 and 59? And that's a big difference that someone is making with your team. If, if they're not there, what your team looks like. I don't know how the Bulls can enter into this offseason planning that he's going to be a part of anything going forward. I, I don't I don't see how you can it, it it feels like you do your best to support him and and you work and it, it Woj reported that they're gonna be working together with Lonzo's crew to get him what he needs, but there's no way outside of the money that you have already sunk into his contract that you can even think about him being a part of your team next year. You can't design next year's team with that in mind. And Cody Westerland's done a really good job of, of, of combing through some of the information here. I would just say this, that as we discuss this, it can get, it can begin to sound callous. It's very and, and, cold. And inhumane when we talk about salary cap and proximity to the luxury tax and all of that, because we're talking about a young man and his body and his livelihood and his identity as a basketball player. So do understand that I'm aware of that and we're aware of that. We're, we're, but we, we, we can talk about all of it while also understanding that there, there should be this degree of sensitivity to, to what he's going through while we also talk about the hard facts of what's going on. So it's, it stinks because you know how badly he wants this and he he's always wanted this with an opportunity to 
to to be the lead guy and making something happen for a team. And now you wonder if he's ever going to play basketball again. And I can't even imagine what's going through his mind or what's been going through his mind over the last 14 months where, where he sees, oh, well, look at this. We're the number one team in the Eastern Conference and everything is clicking. He gets hurt. He still doesn't know why he's having pain. And that in itself, like forget about the basketball, just not knowing why your body isn't responding the way that you're used to your body responding is extremely frustrating. Then you add in the idea of, well, wait, this was what I I was going to be. This is what I was going to do. Have I lost that now? Is, Is basketball no longer going to be a part of my life? And that's a hard thing. What is he, 26? That's a hard thing to reckon with for someone in their 40s or 50s. For someone in their 20s, when you feel like you're completely indestructible, to be going through this has got to be incredibly frustrating and painful. And I know this was also discussed with Mully and Haw on their show, but in the context of the Bulls and the point guard position, when Jay Williams crashed his motorcycle and never played basketball again, even then, the Bulls gave him every chance. They did. Every chance to regain something. And it didn't work out. Obviously, the Derrick Rose injury, he is he's still playing in the NBA. He isn't what he was, and, and we knew that Well, he's a fifteen year vet now. Yeah, he's and he's had he's had a, a hell of a career. But it's it, it they they just haven't been able to get out of the, the, the specter of injury at this position. Now this is what it says in the the actual collectively bargained NBA rulebook salary cap stuff here. And there's a lot of, of legalese, but they're not here yet, I should say. They're, they're, they're not going to invoke any of this yet. But it does say any player who suffers a career-ending injury or illness and whose contract is terminated by the team in accordance with the NBA waiver procedure will be excluded from his team's salary as follows. And there, it's, there's a lot of... of sort of arcane information here. But what's key is the determination of whether a player has suffered a career-ending injury or illness shall be made by a physician selected jointly by the NBA and the Players Association or upon agreement of the NBA and the Players Association, a fitness-to-play panel. A player shall be deemed to have suffered a career-ending injury or illness if it's determined by such a physician or the panel that the player has an injury or illness that prevents him from playing skilled professional basketball at an NBA level for the duration of his career or substantially impairs his ability to play skilled professional basketball at an NBA level and is of such severity that continuing to play professional basketball at an NBA level would subject the player to medically unacceptable risk of suffering a life-threatening or permanently disabling injury or illness, or by such fitness-to-play panel that the player has an injury or illness that would create a materially elevated risk of death for the player under the procedure set forth. So there are there are rules in place for when and if the time would come to invoke that. The player gets his money. This is only relative to the cap. Right, so the, the, if if you're sitting there thinking that there needs to be some sort of punitive uh, measure to get the money back from Lonzo because he's hurt, 
that's not what this does. No, the player gets his money. This protects the player and the team. This is all of these determinations would be only relative to what would come off the books cap wise. And the Bulls, I mean, obviously they would like some relief if this is where things stand. I, I wonder when, how you go about even broaching that subject and determining it with the player. Like, does the player have to declare my career is over or I, I can't play anymore because if I play anymore, it'll put me in risk of not being able to play again. Like I, I, you know what we need, Dan? We need someone who covered Brandon Roy. Because, because I'd love to know like how that went. Like how how do you, like those discussions have, have got to be excruciating for team and for player when you get to that point. Now we're not at that point yet, but you can see it from here. Well, and it's also not necessarily permanent. A seriously injured player can return to the NBA with another team if later cleared by the medical panel. And what Cody has here is if that player plays 25 or more games for a new team in a season, the original salary would go back onto the books of the original team. Wow. And they're just... they're. Bobby Marks actually has been tweeting, too, that even if they were to try to invoke it right now, they're sort of still up against the cap in that regard. But what matters... It's definitely not... It's not really, like, that way of doing business, as you chronicle, is not really how Reinsdorf-owned teams do it. it. There's no precedent, even when there were opportunities for the Bulls to do it. Like, they... They seem to be willing to give the player every possible chance. Well, especially the Jay Williams case, they didn't. Where they owe nothing. nothing. They didn't. He, nothing. He breached. He was in full breach of his contract, and they still paid him. Like that was. Just, they didn't have to do that at all. They chose to pay him, even though he was in breach. Like they, they could have been out from under that. Absolutely, a guy wrapping his motorcycle around a tree and wrecking his career. That the the team would say that that's fine. We don't that we don't owe you anything. But they still paid him, still allowed him to rehabilitate in team facilities, and gave him every opportunity to try to to reestablish his and resurrect his career. Now, here's the tweet from Bobby Marks, by the way, uh, uh, NBA cap expert, who says. This would be the last resort and not something I could see happening in the near future. There's no benefit now for Chicago to petition the league with regards to a possible Lonzo Ball career-ending injury. One, the Bulls are still responsible for $40 million plus of salary owed. Two, despite his salary removed from the cap, Chicago would not have room this offseason. So there. So basically, so they get no relief. They basically don't, don't even think about it right now. There's no reason to do it. And I I just think that considering what we know about the Bulls and how how personal the relationships seem to be for Reinsdorf and players or members of the team, whether it's the baseball team or the basketball team, I would imagine that there are a lot of people over there that are just like, we'd like to find out for him, like, what's wrong? You know, you're still dealing with... Uh, an unknown here. Like you're dealing with not knowing what's keeping Lonzo from being able to run and jump. And, and how did you get here from the initial injury 
to the first surgery when there looked like there were encouraging signs until there weren't. Then the second surgery where there's been almost nothing positive reported about how Lonzo feels to now being like, we, we got to go back in just to figure out what's happening with him. Oh, the better news would be they're not going back in to figure it out. The, that they know yeah, and the, they're going back yeah, in to repair. Correct. The better news would be, aha, that we think this procedure could fix it, not we think this procedure, we just got to get a scope in there and look around again or do another debridement and sort of trim things away that maybe they've figured something out. Maybe a specialist has identified what the root cause could be. I don't know. Because well, there was some talk about it being nerve-related. And once you start yeah, dealing with that, yeah, though, like it's, it's – I mean, even doctors, even orthos will tell you, like, that's, <laughs> that's the know. new frontier. They don't – and even in general – they don't know, and any of us that's been through a knee procedure with with a, a, a doctor who's really been honest and open about explaining things, where my doctor says he he told me, sat me down, and and he brought I brought out all of the he had the other models of stuff where you can take the the ligaments and tendons off and pop them back in and move things around and look inside, and I learned a, a lot because I because he knew I wanted to and and. It was actually fascinating. When I had my surgery, they took me out of anesthesia while the scope was still in my knee. So he, well, so you could watch. Yeah. He wanted to show me. Here, like, here, here's this. Here's this. Here's exactly what I did. This is the, the posterior. This is the anterior. This is medial. This is lateral. And he gave me a tutorial of my own knee on the screen in front of me. That's awesome. It really was. And... What he said was, look, he said the knee is a gestalt. It is more than the sum of its parts, and the way the brain communicates with it is is really not exactly known. And certain things have to get used to working with certain other things, and the the way the the way that you're a repaired knee can start to function and feel normal again. They don't know exactly how the knee and the brain talk to each other, and everybody's different. Everyone's different, and that's that's I probably part of of what they're doing here. It's not just like a car; it's not merely physical. It's a part that gets rusted out. And you put a new part in there because there is a perception issue that becomes a part of this. So my hope is that they've got a better idea, yeah, and that I, they're not just guessing. I had a piece of cartilage taken out of my right knee. Simple, you know, scope procedure, and. Like just seeing it, like afterwards, like they let me see it, and you go, I mean, that makes a lot of sense on why my knee was feeling that mm-hmm. way. Sure. And since then, like I've had no problems, you know, with the with the right knee, and 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 it's just a, that whole thing. And, and spending as much time as I was like crouching, like from the time I was five years old until I was twenty two, I I don't understand how professional catchers do it. Like, I, I honestly, like, I look at a career like David Ross's and I go, wow, like, how badly do your knees hurt? It's, it's that joint, that specific joint is just problematic and different. And it's, I hope that Lonzo is okay. And I hope that he is not just working the physical aspect of this. There's a lot to unpack mentally. 
when basketball is and has been your whole life, what is it like when it's been taken away from you for two years and there's the possibility that it can be taken away from you forever. We're going to keep talking about this uh, for another segment. There's also a note from from last night's game. I know we sort of went through the box score and talked about everything that went so right for them. But it's the the the, the clouds parted for a game. The clouds parted. All, all everything that was weighing on this team wasn't there. Everything moved. It was fluid. It was connected. So when and you see that, you think it can happen. That they they can play like that. I'm one of the maybe the toughest place to play in in all of the NBA for a lot of reasons. So we'll discuss ahead of some football talk. I mentioned as I as I teased, I've got a a, a Bears free agent name. Uh, the Bears are actually now connected to a name that I have been instructed to keep a very close eye on for a quick strike in free agency. So, Ooh, we, saucy. Yeah, we're, we'll talk about that after the top of the hour on the score. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Bernstein and Holmes, your midday destination for Chicago sports talk on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. You know, it can't be your turn, my turn, and everybody stands and watches. It's got to be, you know, whoever's got it, it's got to be a quick decision. Shoot it, pass it, get off it. And if you don't have the ball, cut to the basket and hope, trust, I should say, not hope, trust that your teammate will find you. And cut hard, because now I, I imagine that there's such good video to cut up for Billy and the assistants to be like, see? You see what happened when you cut to the basket? Your teammates found you. Demar found you. Beverly found you. Zach found you. That that I would hope that there's at least something in this Bulls team that goes, oh, we can play a better brand of basketball if we just do what does Stacy always say? It's a simple game. If we do the simple stuff of just cutting to the basket. And I thought their defense was excellent. I, I thought Patrick Williams really was good. That he, when they were switching screens, whether he was in a little big or in a little small, that his center of gravity was nice and low, and his his arms were wide. He used he he was able to cut off the baseline a couple of times, and really a nice game from him. I also think, and the inkling that I got as I watched, that it looked like even though the distribution of minutes was about what you'd expect. It I thought Billy was substituting 
due to altitude. Did you recognize that at all? I didn't. I didn't think about that until probably later in the game. It seemed like the the shifts were shorter, almost like hockey shifts were shorter. Yeah, that that's just. And I maybe I'm wrong, but the impression that I got was he was he was giving guys a little quicker break than usual. Come out, get your breath, go back in. And he was there's some of that movement. He was he was churning a little bit more than leaving some groups in. And that may be just something that coaches do on the road in Denver, and maybe it's just what, what the, the standard operating procedure. But it also may be something that befits this, this roster, where mm. it, you get less stagnation, you get more guys aware of the lineup that they're in and make sure, okay, I'm, I'm at the three and these are my teammates, that it, it, they just seemed on their toes a little bit more with a little bit quicker substitution pattern. That's really interesting of maybe you stumble upon yeah. a better way to use your rotation where guys understand that there's a little bit of a quicker hook so they're they're trying to do the best that they can in those moments, and it just lets you mix and match a little bit. And it didn't; it really didn't bother me. I I, I thought it was kind of a cool thing that, regardless of where you are, maybe stick to that. Maybe maybe if that's the case, and I'd love to sit down with 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 Billy and talk about that. If if my perception's correct, that it might just be that the shorter shifts prevent the stagnation that can trouble this team at times. Well, and the good thing for the Bulls is differently from when they got back from Paris and they were kind of complaining about, well, back-to-backs, you know, three days after we get back from Paris, having some time to recover from playing in Denver. You've got a few days to recover from that is a really, really good thing. You, the, I'll say the player that I thought about, like when you brought it up just now, was Andre Drummond. Like that's the like the way that they used him last night felt very effective. He had a total of 11 minutes. He right. only, only played 11 minutes but he came up with five t- rebounds and a block. Right. Like and and that's probably the way that you should be using Andre Drummond, especially when you have a team like like Denver that can spread the floor and shoots threes and gets out and runs. I, I thought they did a good job of it. And you're right. Like the minutes are, are about the minutes. So the Caruso's are seem a little low. Um, but there's heavy usage here. There's 38 minutes by DeMar. There's 35 minutes from Vooch. There's 34 minutes for Levine in what essentially became a blowout of a game. But I the 30 minutes for Patrick Williams is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Like super exciting. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. It might be how the minutes are distributed, that, that there might be something there that deserves further examination. When we come back, we're going to turn our attention to football because we have some advancement in the Jets' pursuit of Aaron Rodgers. we got the latest there. And I think the Bears might be interested in somebody from what we're hearing. I don't know if, if it's a done deal, but it's just a connection that merits our attention. That's next. Bernstein and Holmes on the score. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.